Hello everyone, Kalispera, and welcome to the sixth episode of Feta Talks. I hope everyone is, as I used to say a lot, been keeping Feta fresh. Everyone's doing well. And welcome to our next conversation. <laughs> so in the past episode, episode number five, I spoke about the history of how I became a DJ, DJ Golden Feta, and the story behind that, uh, what it's led to after five years of DJing, and where I am today. So a big part of the DJ Golden Feta brand is now that I've branched out to not only DJing, but I've also started becoming an artist. Uh, so in this episode, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a breakdown of how that all came to be, uh, the separation and difference between being an artist rather than a DJ, and basically what my plans are, what I'm doing right now, and you know, what's in the works, yet on my lung for the future so basically what happened how did i become from a dj to an artist well truth be told it kind of overlapped but the thing is i didn't take being an artist very seriously at first so what happened is back in 2016 the song by ed sheeran uh, shape of you was very very big it was a catchy song you know and i realized i was like that's not really my style of music you know but it's so catchy and i kept singing it over and over or hearing it in my head you know my own version it came to me you know i think i had some influences uh from watching greek parodies uh for years before and i kind of I was like how can i greekify this i full the beat stuck in my head and uh i ended up coming up with this idea i was like i'm in love with the shape of you i'm in love with the taste of you lamb pork and chicken too <laughs> and that right there that idea was the birth of my artist career so started out with a parody um the parody on my original youtube channel had reached a lot of success uh relative to you know someone who had never made a song before i had reached about fifty thousand views uh for a parody for a first ever recording studio type thing for myself that was pretty successful um i really enjoyed the process um i was very fortunate to have a good friend of mine who was a videographer uh, two good friends actually uh who were in that industry and had the connections to set me up with the recording studios with people who can help me with mixing mastering and stuff that i completely didn't know about when it came to the artist and technical side of producing music um so that was 2016 and that i'd say i recorded right uh right in my first year of djing so it kind of overlapped so even during my first few years of djing i got to throw in my own track every once in a while and i loved it because you know okay kala, but yeah it was a parody it wasn't nothing crazy out of this world but it was something creative and it was something mine this time i wasn't only you know using the power of someone else's great voice and music but i was using something that i you know for a percentage created a uh, portion of that was you know it was my lyrics it was my voice it was my idea um how to put things together and that really drove me it got me really excited the fact that you were able or i was able to not only you know play music but i was able to play something that was my music uh that was really cool the response was great so i think it was about a year later 
um yeah with the success from the first uh, music video for that you know ended up kind of in part being a big advertisement for the hero place that we were shot at the greek restaurant at the time and with the old owners it was it got very successful and it was almost like an advertisement for them and you know the owners the employees were telling me you know ever since you made this music video business has been booming and i didn't believe it until i saw the results and everything you know okay i was approached by a coffee shop in the greek town of toronto called the downforth and they go to me vasily we saw your golden dj golden feta video you know i didn't know you sing can you make us an advertisement you know and they offered to pay me so i would have done it for free at the time you know but they i go sure of course i mean an opportunity to be creative again and mazi with uh some of my closest friends we wrote ipiora snellava a song by costadino kufo we made it ipiora to greek town and it was a song advertising a coffee shop a local coffee shop uh, in the greek town area of toronto on pape and you know it also was very good nice music video done by my buddies um it was fun it was successful as an advertisement so i go you know what songwriting is really really fun and i think that was just a result of when you listen to so much music i mean not that i was a naturally gifted writer but it kind of just started flowing and flowing the more music you listen to the more lyrics the more languages you discover and you know just listen to non-stop I and mean, music is my my whole life right now right so and it has been for the last couple of years. So it kind of just came and came and came. And I always loved rhyming. The That, uh, how can I say, that aspect of music. It was kind of like poetry, but to the rhythm. And I just always found that crazy. I had a love for it. So uh, my third song was, again, another parody called Borak Greek. And it was Borak Yellow by Cardi B. But it was all about, you know... Uh, this guy on Greek Town, young kid, you know, and just you know, I had featured my Yanda video, my family eating heroes in the cuisine, really, really funny. I was totally going for this, you know, comedic perspective, this humorous perspective, make people laugh, make people smile, because that's what I love doing, right? Um, so, like I said, three parodies. That was the beginning, and they were 2016, 2017, 2018, I believe. Actually, that's correct. So then. Now, before I keep going and telling you the list, I'm going to just, just explain. So, like I said, three parodies, Narhi. Narhi starts the career as an artist. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I take things a little more seriously? Write something to an original beat. Something that hasn't been made before. So it can kind of be my first real song, you know, my first original song. So let me get to where we are today. Today, 2021. I mean, uh, yeah, my last video was released actually just a couple weeks ago after I got out of the hospital. And uh, today we, I have nine songs released and I've had the amazing opportunity of working with videographers. Shout out to Screwface Films, Apostolos Films, great producers as in my friend Panayoti, Pana Beats, um, Pop, uh, Pop, Pop Chris, sorry. Um, as my producers, I've had the opportunity to work with a very talented friend of mine, Bella, who we made two Greek pop songs. And honestly, I'll get into what happened there, but that was the beginning of, you know, really taking things seriously. Um, and at the moment, I'm currently working with a Greek brother of mine, 
white biggie who is from originally from Grevena in Greece and is currently in Toronto and Mazitu Mazimeton Manadzermas Keton Koltomas with DJ Jazz aka Jimmy Saki. We have created a team called G Flow Entertainment and we have a lot of dreams and I'll get to a little bit about what we're all about uh, as I continue on the story. So I said, you know, why don't I start taking this lyric writing a little bit more seriously? So in 2019, I wrote my first ever original song called Drop Top, a kind of UK style beat, rap, of course. And, you know, that also really stuck with me because it's my first ever lyrics to an original beat. I purchased the beat online. I again went to the studio with my friend Pana. I shot the video with my two buddies, Apostolos and Schoolface Films. And it was just all good vibes and positive energy. From that point on, I believe that same year, yeah, we released I released the, I went to Greece with my buddies, the two videographers. I had just recorded right before another song that was uh English Greek combo. So this song, rather than being, you know, solely in English with just few Greek words here and there and Greek references the whole time, this song was kind of half Greek, half English. My first kind of taste of experiencing um, what I'm known for today as an artist, the mixing of both languages, the half-half, the Gringlish. <laughs> I released Ouya. Ouya was really cool because it was my first music video not filmed in Toronto, not filmed in Canada. It was my first international work. Um, that went very well. And after those two original songs, two original beats, got some traction. I think they were both between five and 10,000 views. Nothing crazy, but enough where, you know, people are interested. And at the end of the day, it was something that I loved doing. Um, then what happened? So I had released at that point, right, the two original songs, the three parodies. I got approached by my friend Dora, who works on an online Greek radio station originating out of Toronto and a few other cities in Canada called Agapi Greek Radio. And my friend Dora goes, Vasilaki, you know, we really were hosting a fashion show for the first time ever and we want singers uh, to perform. And I was like, that's amazing. I wish you the best of luck. No, no, no. We want you to sing. And I was like, Dora, I'm not a singer. You do it on YouTube all the time. I go recording in a studio for fun. It's way different than giving a performance. I am not an, you know, a performer. And she goes, come on, you know, and she convinced me it's for a good cause. It's part of the community. You know, you're a vocal member of the community. Why not? You'll enjoy it. And I think it was the day before, you know, the registration closed. She goes, Vasila, you're going to do it? It's slow. It's another life experience. And that's what I'm about. That's what I love, you know, experiencing different things. Yeah, I decided, you know, to do this performance. Uh, so it's a fashion show. You know, you walk to the front of the stage while the models are going up and down. And I remember I get on stage and basically, I guess I sang. I sang to the playback and I was singing over it. And I can barely remember the performance myself, to be completely honest. It was such a blur. And I wasn't nervous going on. But I remember when I finished, oh, it was so nervous. as in a knot. I was like, I was wondering how I did, but based on, you know, the crowd's reaction, I think I did pretty good. And uh, you can actually see that video earlier. If you go back on my channel, you can see the live performance at the fashion show in November of uh, 2019. 
Um, so what things stood out to me while I was doing, you know, that live, my first ever live performance, singing in front of like a thousand people. Uh, there was one model who was dancing more than anyone else, who was not only taking their modeling job serious, but she was dancing and grooving to, you know, I was doing my first parody, The Taste of You. And it was, we were acquaintances. We were mutual friends. But we knew of each other. We had been around at Greek parties before, had mutual friends. And, you know, this girl Bella goes to me afterwards. She goes, uh, great job. You know, your energy was great. I go, thank you. I go, you made me confident enough because you were dancing. Like, you know, that's why I didn't get too nervous, you know. And she goes, oh, we should work together one day. And I go, I'd love to. I mean, this is what it's all about at the end of the day, the music industry. Connections, making friendships, musical relationships, uh, building projects. I just love being surrounded by creative individuals. So I got really excited, you know, because I'm not really a singer. My son's more rap. And Bella was a singer. So we go, and I think that same night, within 20 minutes, I had written a song. I found a beat. And I wrote a song, and she goes, I love it. And I called it Pamelijo, because on her story on Instagram all the time, it would be there. That was her kind of like Greek catchphrase, Pamelijo, Pamelijo, Pamelijo. And, you know, we were like, what should we do? We got to make it stand out. We got to have fun with it. And I proposed a crazy idea. And I go, Bella, let's meet up at this cafe in Toronto together with a videographer. I got a crazy idea I want to present to you guys. I go, I doubt you guys are going to be into it. Tama apocalypse trello. But I promise you, if we do it, it'll be really cool. I go, do you want to fly out to Miami and film the music video there? And she goes, I'm in. I was like, you're in for real? And she was completely in. Uh, she was all for it. She goes, I'll match your crazy. If you think you're crazy, I am too. We got our buddy on board to uh, shoot the video. And the craziest part was, in 24 hours, we left Toronto. I, I think we got to the airport 7.30 in the morning. Flew out at 9.30. Got to Miami at 11.30. We went for lunch before we did anything else. We're there until like 2.30 actually, eating lunch. And it was a Greek restaurant. And Bella was freaking out. Are we going to get it done? Don't worry. We got this beautiful right on Miami Beach. South Beach, Miami, and a uh, beautiful music video. That video to date actually is my highest uh, as an artist song with the views on YouTube. It has currently around 56,000 views. So, bravo, mas bella. Basically, that we are so happy with that that we said, let's do another one. Then, unfortunately, COVID hit and Bella left to Greece. But before she had left, we had recorded another song and I was like, okay, you know, let's do this. But how are we going to make a video? I go, you're in Greece now because she moved to Greece during the pandemic. And she goes, I go, you know what? You have an amazing view. She's in Rhodes Island or Rhodes, you know, which is an island in Greece. So you got an amazing view. Just shoot some videos with an iPhone. We'll do the work here with our two videography buddies. Okay. Whatever comes out, comes out. Let's just get this song out because I feel like it's a banger. That song was called Izoine Mikri, aka Party for You and Me. We were very happy. Um, it has around 20,000 views on YouTube, uh, both songs on Spotify, and it went great. 
um since then me and bella have kept in touch that was my sixth and seventh project that we re that i released personally my first two with bella we got a lot more in the future guaranteed as soon as xana's mix and have the opportunity to record together i'm certain so after bella had left and i was you know in the middle of the pandemic kind of just writing stuff and chilling with my friends and you know talking on the phone with people about music making connections um one of my great friends dj jazz who was a dj for, who has been a dj for over 30 years uh played multiple instruments growing up knew everything you could possibly know about music um i met a friend at his birthday and i think you should meet him he's really he's your age and he's a rapper very talented and i've never met in any language a person who's more naturally gifted with freestyle but not only that was he a talented artist he was a talent he was a great person and we go guys us three together being friends as the foundation being respect loyal you know we had the same mindset we go we can do a lot of great things so we teamed up mazi and funny enough when i met white biggie he goes you know i've been writing music to a song and i go sure show it to me and he plays the song whoopty and i go no way because i just showed jim uh dj jazz this song and i've written uh lyrics to this song so we go, okay, let's see if we can work these together. Our lyrics matched one another. And we got together a party of people, you know. And right before Christmas of 2020, we filmed our Greek version of Whoopty called Zilia. And Zilia Yamena was personally my best piece of writing I had ever done. It was a lot of fun to film we had a big the largest music video we've done in terms of barrel people there i think there was around 10 people there um outdoors it was really cool and we got it right in time for christmas eve of 2020 and it was the beginning 100 percent of this trio this team g flow entertainment as we call it today of our future we ended up recording a second track called mama shake which incorporated four languages actually in the chorus, uh, English and Greek, of course, and then Albanian and Arabic, you know, just for that kind of international outreach. It was a couple of lines that we knew of those languages. And, you know, we released Mama Shake It. It was the first time incorporating dancers into our music video. It was the first time doing green screen, who our friend Screwface Films, you know, told us, you know, this is something I'm capable of doing. And together with DJ Jazz, producing and helping us all getting the equipment getting the booking of the spaces everything worked out great and we were able to film mama shake it which is my most recent and as of the current moment last piece of artist work you know original work um that i've released in general so that brings us to the conclusion of what i've currently had out that's i have nine songs released on youtube and spotify um honestly great experience uh, being able to write your own music and then especially being able to play it um now going forward you know 
for a while there i had lost my voice during part of this year so i had to take it easy but over the last few months i've been spending a lot of time at home yeah well what can i do so i started writing songs i mean let me tell you guys something the hardest thing about writing music is inspiration you gotta feel you gotta be in the mood i'm here today i'm alive and i am full of inspiration and motivation I have stories to tell. I have stories to tell about my dreams for the future, of dreams I've actually seen, of my relationships with family and friends, of the bonds I've created through difficult times, through great times. I've I've currently written about six songs at the moment. Um, my my buddy Valadi, uh, White Biggie, has currently written many many songs. DJ Jazz, our manager, has. Uh, created a whole list of ideas for us. Ke mazimet nader foto DJ Jazz, um, who is a famous Cretan musician, also known as Yanni Sisaki. That's his name. Papa, listen to the lights. Nope, the lights don't want to work. Anyways, ke mazimet no Yanni Sisaki. We are gonna be doing things in the future. With Bella, no doubt about doing things again in the future. I've made many connections. Um, appreciation for other Greek and international artists around the world, whether they be in the States, Germany, UK, Australia, and of course in Greece. Um, we want to do a lot of collaborations. I have a lot of ideas. It's my passion. I love music. Uh, I love DJing. I love making music. I love lyric writing. So if I can continue to do this and it makes me happy, you know, being able gives me an outlet to express myself. And I believe that it brings happiness to a lot of people. And that's basically the story of Golden Feta, DJ Golden Feta, the artist, the rapper, the singer. Um, so I said earlier, I was gonna I had asked a few questions on my Instagram about what to talk about, and people go, um, what's the hardest part about songwriting? Like I said earlier, having the inspiration. I mean, you don't want to be an artist. I mean, you can be, but you don't want to be an artist who raps or talks or sings about things that, you know, aren't relatable, aren't relative to their life. I like to be a storyteller, you know, whether it be a funny song, whether it be a serious song, whether it be, you know, just a summer type song. It's stuff that I like to vibe with that I appreciate. And I believe that goes the same with everyone who I've collaborated with and my team today at G Flow Entertainment. Que... So yeah, you know, I take my inspirations and make them into music. The funnest part is for sure being able to express yourself. I mean, that's the most beautiful part because sometimes what's difficult to say into words or you don't have, you don't know where to exactly express your feelings, you can express them through music. And it's something that not only you can reflect on and enjoy and watch your video or listen to your song meta, but you can share that with people. And I think that's just absolutely amazing. Okay. What was another question? Oh, do I see myself working in Greece? Um, at the moment, I've spoken with multiple people. I mean, I have my friend Bella already in Rhodes. Um, I have friends in Athena, both rappers and singers who I uh, who I know personally and who I've spoken to over social media. I 100% see myself working in Greece at some point in the near future. And I'd absolutely love to have that opportunity. What else is there? Um, and other than that, future plans, I don't want to get too specific into detail, but uh, 
maybe we can expect an album on the way um most definitely a lot of songs as soon as i'm physically able to get back into the studio this is something that i love to do i hope it's something you guys enjoy listening to and watching um in terms of the nine music videos i've currently released you can watch them all on this youtube channel um you can also go search dj golden feta on spotify apple music uh itunes i'm just any listening platform or music video watching platform and you can see them there as well you can search up white biggie and bella reeve on youtube and spotify to listen to their music as well who i've collaborated with you can search up official pana on uh beat stars to listen to his original beats and you can also uh watch multiple music videos by screwface films and apostolos films but yeah from your dj rapper buddy golden feta and i can't wait to show you guys soon enough what i'm currently working on and yeah after ah before i let you guys go these really cool cups i got that i'm holding my crank cafe in greek themed and then i'm out of spot because it has the whole gold thing going on you know i'm all golden fetas so anyways guys I hope you guys have a great end to the weekend. Kita tapuma. Alright, bye.